Hello, wonderful person listening. I hope you're having a good day. If you are or not, let's bond through life experiences. I just want to remind you that you're not alone. Have you ever lost something you loved? I feel like breakups lead you to lose something, if that is a person or the relationship itself. Breakups in general are very difficult to go through, no matter the circumstances. There are a lot of emotions someone has to process. There isn't a time limit. It can take hours, days, months, or even years. I just want to remind all of you that you can mourn and grieve the loss of a relationship because you lost something important to you. That person could have played a big part of your life. They could have been your rock, or you might have spent a lot of time with them. And all of a sudden, they're not a part of your life anymore, and you have to adjust to that. So our topic for today is grieving the loss of romantic relationships. I do believe people can go through the five stages of grief. Usually when you think of the stages of grief, it centers around losing someone who won't be able to come back into your life. I personally was not aware that you can go through the stages of grief post-breakup. Because for me, it just meant that you can go through grief when someone passes away. But as I learned, that's not the case. So you might be wondering, if you don't know what the stages of grief are, what are they? So the stages are denial, anger, bargaining, sadness. In some cases, it's named depression. And the last stage is acceptance. I'm going to give a small description of each stage. I know I need a refresher on what each stage is. And also want for those who don't know what it is to learn what they are. I'll try my best to pair examples of how it shows up for the loss of a romantic relationship. The first stage is denial, meaning the person is shocked from the events that just occurred. It's a defensive mechanism. It is a normal reaction to rationalize strong emotions. An example is when you start thinking, this can be happening, or it's not true. You might isolate yourself to process everything. The second stage is anger, and it usually shows up when the denial stage wears off. And the numb feeling goes away and you start realizing that reality of things and you begin to look for people to to blame. And then you feel intense guilt and lash out. An example of this stage is blaming everything on the other person or lashing out towards others when they ask about it. It can also include having so much anger towards your ex-partner. The third stage of grief is bargaining stage, which means having the feeling of helplessness and vulnerability. You spend a lot of time wondering what you could have done differently. It provides hope and allows the person to adjust to reality. I definitely strongly disliked the stage because I felt like I hurt myself a lot thinking what I could have done differently. It is also known as the what if stage. Some examples are, what if I was different? Or, what if I reacted differently? Or, if only I gave it some time? Oof. So I personally thought this stage was the hardest because I definitely doubted myself and questioned who I was as a person. But I'll get into my experience in just a bit. The fourth stage is sadness or, as I said, depression, which is when you go into a deep hole of sadness because you lost something. You might lose motivation, decrease in sleep, or have a reduced appetite. I want to say that this can be a normal response and it does not exactly lead to a mental health issue. But if it lasts for more than three weeks and more severe symptoms show up, then it might be cause for concern. This can include not wanting to get out of bed or going out with friends and just wanting to stay in bed all day. The last stage is acceptance, which means accepting the reality of the loss and realizing you cannot do anything to change the outcome. This can show up in your breakup by finally accepting that your old self is gone and you accept 
the new life that's ahead of you. Then it becomes easier to move on and you start to work on yourself. And these stages do not happen in a linear manner, such that some might appear twice or a person can skip a stage. I just want to say that not everyone mourns or grieves the same, so it might show up differently for every person. One thing I learned from grieving my past relationship is allowing myself to feel your feelings. Allowing yourself to grieve the loss of the relationship. So, you know what's coming next. Yes, a quote from an article. So, its help guide states that, Grief is a natural reaction to loss. And the breakup or divorce of a love relationship involves multiple losses. Loss of companionship and shared experiences, which may or may not have consistently pleasurable. Loss of support, financially, intellectually, social, or emotional. Loss of hopes, plans, and dreams, which can be even more painful than practical losses. And I totally agree with every single point. Not only did you lose having someone in your life, but everything that came with it. After my breakup, I thought a lot about all the plans, hopes, and dreams we made for the both of us. For example, my ex-boyfriend and I wanted to go to Florida this summer because we wanted to go to Disney World. I wanted to go to Universal Studios for Harry Potter, and he wanted to go see the Star Wars section. He also told me that he wanted to take me to Ecuador, his motherland, and I was excited for all of that. Unfortunately, this did not happen. It hurts to think about it because it was supposed to be our future. So it is painful to let go of the idea of these plans never going to happen. In addition, the article gave really good tips for grieving after the breakup, and I wanted to share that with all of you. But it's important to identify and acknowledge those feelings. Second of all, it is okay to talk about your feelings with others. It can be difficult to do, but in the end, it makes you feel less lonely. And maybe others can help you go through it because they have experienced a breakup. You also have to remember that moving on is the end goal. And you should not dwell on the negative feelings or overanalyze the situation. I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I just wanted to remind you that you were your own person before they came into your life. And you are your own person after they leave your life. I also found another article written by Jody Virgo that discusses what needs to happen when you grieve a relationship. She mentioned seven, but I want to focus on three, which are searching for meaning, practice acceptance, and let go of the idea of closure. I will encourage you to search for meaning. You know, everything happens for a reason. You should focus on thinking about what you learned from it and how you can apply it to your life. I feel like I did this myself. I use what I learned from my past relationship, and I'm sharing it now through this podcast, so I totally recommend it. You should also practice acceptance, and I already spoke about this when I talked about the five stages of grief. By practicing acceptance, you can help yourself move on more peacefully. The last concept is to let go of the idea of closure, and I believe this idea is important to understand. A statement I want to emphasize from the article is that, Closure may work in the world of business deals, real estate transactions, but closure does not apply to human heart, not in a pure sense. And it's true, and I agree. You can get closure from others. You have to know how to get closure within yourself. You cannot expect for a person to give you the closure you want because they don't owe you anything. If you want that closure, you have to look for it within yourself. Not only will it make you happier, but it will allow yourself to move on without feeling like you need something from another person. I know most of us would like to receive closure and hear what we want from the person who broke our hearts. But maybe they are not aware of the extent they hurt you and they will not apologize or take any accountability for their actions. So never rely on someone else to give you closure because that does not really exist in this world. Well, that's what I believe. You might think otherwise. I know that I found closure within myself and I did not reach out to my ex-boyfriend to find it. 
Okay, now I want to share how my grieving process went at the beginning of the breakup, which personally, I believe was the most difficult part. So, following the days of the breakup, I definitely cried a lot, and I didn't know how to deal with it because it was my first official, I guess, breakup, but I feel like I felt really sad. I would put sad music and just listen, and cry and cry and cry and sing with it while I was crying. I feel like that definitely did help me. One thing that I already mentioned is about the what ifs. The what ifs really got to me. I definitely did think a lot of like what if I reacted differently or what if I was a better person or a better partner for my ex-boyfriend. I doubted myself so much because I thought I was the reason I was a problem. If it wasn't for me how I am then I probably would have not broken up with my ex-boyfriend. I thought it was all my fault. I really thought that I was the reason why we didn't work out and I thought about the what ifs for I think maybe two weeks and I couldn't go to sleep the first couple days I probably slept around four or five in the morning because I couldn't go to sleep because my mind would just think think of of like I said the what ifs and think about all the things that happened in my relationship I definitely thought about all the good times and that would really hurt me the most because I was only focusing on the good times I wasn't paying attention to why I ended the relationship in the first place. I wasn't compassionate towards myself because I thought I was the reason. Especially because after the breakup and told me that I was too needy and too much to handle. So on top of that, those words really hurt me and I kind of dwell on them and overanalyzed it. And like I said, that's something that you shouldn't do because it really hurts you. Just thinking about the relationship really can hurt you because I experienced it myself. So after those couple weeks, I kind of went through that stage. I feel like I did go through the stages of grief, except I skipped anger. I don't think I ever was angry towards anyone or towards my ex-partner. Maybe there were some times where I might have been a little more irritable, but I don't think I lashed out at anyone. So I think I kind of skipped that um stage. But like I said, the bargaining stage, I definitely took a lot of time thinking about the what ifs. I just gotta say, the what ifs really mess with your mind because it did with mine. So you just have to try your best to not try to think of the what ifs. And also, after a month or so, I kind of started to think about all the plans that we had. Like I mentioned, we we're supposed to go on trips. You were supposed to take me to Ecuador and see what an amazing place it is and i was really excited about that maybe i won't be able to experience it through him i just know that hopefully some time in my life i'll be able to go and just experience it because i hear a lot of wonderful things from my friends so after those first couple of weeks i did after the what ifs i fell into a very sad state i would cry i would have a lot of ups and downs i would cry three times a day and then one day i wouldn't cry and i was so happy about it you know taking that time to celebrate those small milestones so after that depression state or that sadness because i feel like i kind of felt sad maybe a week and then i i feel like now i'm kind of going towards the stage of acceptance i feel like i'm finally moving on or finally accepting the fact that i should move on that this person has no purpose in my life anymore i feel like i'm so close of crossing that line of okay i'm officially moving on and i'm not going to turn back because i really been thinking a lot about you know 
reaching out to my ex-boyfriend not to like get back together but just kind of talk and tell him about how I felt and how he made me feel in the relationship but I know that's not gonna do good because he's not gonna change he's gonna still be the same person he's still gonna think he didn't do anything wrong so he probably thinks that I was too much too emotional so I probably was not good for him or whatever and the things that I honestly do believe that he's gonna tell his future girlfriend that I was probably toxic and it's just sad to think that people like that won't change and won't accept who they are and actually take time to work on themselves because that's what I'm doing right now because I don't want to ever talk bad about my past relationship even if my future boyfriend asks how my last relationship was I'm not gonna say that he was horrible that he was crazy or he was toxic i would just say it didn't work out we had many differences and that's how i wanted to leave that uh, i feel like i'm at the end of my grieving for the relationship i feel like i'm i'm grieving and i'm healing at the same time i feel like now i'm going to take the time to really work on myself and work on healing those wounds and the trauma from my past relationship and it's important to just let yourself feel that's one thing i want you to get out of this episode thank you so much for listening always strive to be better every day see you next time have a wonderful day